people heard us harmonizing like a couple of scandalous hookers. Did I tell you I called my uh, I called my brother that on Thanksgiving? You scandalous hooker, you. Because he was like, what the heck are you wearing? You look so stupid. And I was like, how dare you, you scandalous hooker. <laughs> and I said it out loud while we were eating turkey. <laughs> my uh... mom laughed. You know, you know my mom, it's very rare that I actually get a genuine laugh out of that woman. And then your dad just sat there like, mm, I didn't <laughs> like that at all. The way your dad He's gives you daggers. the son I raised. Yeah. The way your dad gives you daggers is just... <laughs> yeah. it's, it's honestly hilarious to me, but I also try not to laugh. My dad has the demeanor sometimes... I love you, Dad, if you're listening to this. You're not. Um, he has the demeanor sometimes of, of like a... A person who sees like a horrible act of racial injustice and hates it but doesn't physically do anything about it. He just stands there with his hands on his hips. I didn't like that at all. I don't want any of the shit in my goddamn vicinity. <laughs> but in some ways, that's more horrifying. Yeah. Because they know that, yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it's like when it's like the parent when they look at you dead on. Oh, yeah, the worst. Or oh, like when worst. they see your... When they say your first and last name, doesn't matter how old you, you are. You ever been middle named? Thing. Yeah, why well, middle two. named? I have two too, man. So I got two middle names. It's always my name is so long. My parents have to take a breath in between when they have to yell at me. It's always Nathaniel David out Schumacher. <laughs> it, it's it's always the, you know, the first two. Mm-hmm. So like I have like Noah Michael. Yep. And that is the scariest thing ever. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. I mean, wasn't that your thought when you were a kid? <gasps> I'm in court. <laughs> well, it was like, Noah Michael, which was like, either way. And then you had your last name, which was one thing. And then for like another, when they said both your middle names, yeah. that's when you knew it was like, oh, yep, game over. When they say your full name, you're like, dang it, I swear I, I deleted my search history. I did <laughs> It's like the music they play when it comes down to, uh, what do you call it? Um, Hello Neighbor. Oh, yeah. You know what I love? You flipped that off and I think it's making more noise. There it is. Continue. <laughs> it's like, fine, I'll shut up. But continue. Hello Neighbor. That's what I think of. I think of Hello Neighbor's horrific music where it's like, mm-hmm. doo-doo, and it's very, it's like a quartet can play right. Right. Or a band, but. But speaking of quartets, we hear a lot of violin music in Better Watch Out. I am the king of segues, and I will not let anyone tell me otherwise. So basically, what we're going to tell you guys is if uh, you love Home Alone... No, no, no. Hold on. Pre-spoiler review. Loved it. Very surprising. Great home invasion movie. Check it out. Right? Right now? If they haven't watched it, they should watch it? Definitely. I I wonder, though. I would say be careful though if you do if you do have a deep favor for Home Alone. If um if you're not a fan of the F word, maybe skip this one. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You fucking asshole. Like okay, I understand the main character is supposed to be prepubescent. Sure. That fine. was worse than Tom Holland. My no. God. Yeah, his squeaky voice. Like how? <laughs> I can't even do it. But in any case. <laughs> Um, before we get into spoilers, where can they view this movie? It's a it's a fun, spooky time Christmas movie, you know? Um, well, you can watch it's it on Amazon equipment. Prime right now. It's free there. Um, otherwise, obviously with the subscription, of course. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, Pluto TV, Peacock, Tubi, um, Voodoo, Crackle also have it. And then premium subscriptions with uh, YouTube, Sling, FUBU, TV, Philo, or for rent for three ninety nine from YouTube and Google Play and Movies. But it's a fun, like, semi-horror thriller that takes place uh, during Christmas. 
or like near Christmas, close to Christmas. It is close to Christmas. It's definitely December, and they have the trees up and everything. Yeah. Of course, the better watch out. Yep. I I would implore don't because obviously you don't need to if you're gonna watch it. Don't watch any trailers. There are some that do spoil what occurs, and that I surprise is one... much better. Actually, no. I would I would encourage to watch the trailer before you see this. Oh, you're right. The trailer doesn't spoil what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Nope, the trailer is actually a perfect segue into this to kind of give you a taste of uh, what you should expect while also not giving anything away. Mm -hmm. Um, So for that reason, we're going to say that we are going to be spoiling this movie, which um, please, if you haven't enjoyed it, we both loved it. Yeah, please, if you haven't seen the movie, watch it before we get into spoilers. Just stop listening right now and go watch it. We're serious this time. We always say that. It really is one of those movies. Like there are a couple movies, but we'd really appreciate it if. You actually sat and went and watched the freaking movie because it because the twist is great. It is a very great twist that I I wasn't even expecting. I kind of was like, whoa! And that's when when I first when saw a movie it. can surprise us. That's saying something because if it wasn't apparent, we watched these things a lot. Yeah, so it becomes predictable. I mean, there's some '80s movies <laughs> compared to like today where there's been you know more of a twist where I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Than with today's modern movies. So, mm-hmm. we're going to sit here for five seconds of solemn silence for a second. Solemn silence? I think. Please take a moment of silence and thought and prayer. We're going to pray that uh, each and every one of you go out and watch the movie. <sighs> I'm not going to the bad effort. We have too many viewers in too many countries. <laughs> okay. And now without <laughs> you, even though he didn't have the silence I did. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, let me do it again. You happy? And now we were break- a little bit. God. <laughs> so You didn't keep quiet on our audio show. <laughs> now, now that we've uh, had that little break of silence, we are going to be spoiling the movie. If you're still here, great. Um, hopefully you have watched the movie. If not, well, um, I'm disappointed in you. Now, moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We will have spoilers in the next five, four, three, two, one, stop. zero seconds. Time is up. You will now be getting spoilers. So, so that kid's crazy. Has the heater been on this whole time? I have no idea. Scared the shit out of me. That was actually <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, the, that machine over there. I want to listen. Yeah. Can you hear it through your headphones? Oh uh, yeah. Is it picking up on the mic. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was horrifying. <laughs> it I felt... was not. It was okay. You need to. <laughs> that was horrifying to me because, well, and maybe it's because oh, I've been working in a hotel where it's quiet, and I've had people just walk up on me randomly with random noises. And now I'm concerned. We'll be back in a second, folks. We will be right back. All right, sorry about that, folks. We yeah. just want to make sure. You know, that we just thought, uh, you know, terrifying thing. Um, yeah, this really was like the adult version of Home Alone. It's hard to describe this film. It, it, I feel like you know, maybe I don't feel like adult version of Home Alone. I feel like Home Alone if it was made today, because even. There are parts in Home Alone that are very adult, like when he looks at his brother's nudie mags and goes, completely naked women, disgusting. Well, I'm not talking about adult in a sexual way. Adult I mean, content? Like, yeah, not safe for work content in a non-sexual way. Like, yeah. Saw. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, it doesn't show anything. You know, a lot of the things we see are off screen. We see it, we see a guy choke to death via a hang, and, but... We don't get to see, like, the gore of it all. You know? No, but we do get a pretty gory part with uh, the paint. paint we don't get to see trick. it. We, just, we don't get to see his we face, don't see, We don't see, like, saw level, but we do see a lot of blood and it's a lot, a lot of chunks. What I like about this show, this movie, is less is more in the sense of implication, right? Like, we don't get Definitely. to see the dude get his face caved in with a paint can, but it's very implicit that that's what occurred. We don't get to see the best friend's face shot off via a shotgun again very implied that that is what occurred yeah i like it because our imagination is stronger than any vfx well and i wasn't even using my imagination for that i kind of checked out and just didn't think about like in the sense i checked out because i wasn't thinking like the whole time like 
whoa, that was, you know, something I wasn't expecting or whatever. Or, like, you know, something that was, like, running in my mind. Like, I wonder what the gore factor is on that. Mm -hmm. I kind of was just, like, interesting. Right. So, I, but, I mean, I definitely enjoy this. I love the, the way it went. And I love what they were attempting to do. Um, which they succeeded greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's really not every day, like, it really isn't every day that you see a series like that kind of succeed where it takes the elements and turns it into a more horrorish, horrorish type genre, which I really appreciated. Because mm -hmm. Home Alone always seemed like one of those things where I was kind of like, this seems like it should have more gore. Like, the one thing I could stand about Home Alone was the nail scene. <laughs> the nail going through the foot? Yeah. Okay, here's my question for you. How are you not able to stand a nail going through the foot, yet you've seen all the Saw movies? Sorry, that logic just doesn't track with me, and I would like more of a clarity. There are more, sen there are more like, sensitive parts that get to be more. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like the eye scenes in Saw. Yep. Eye scenes, I'm like, nah. Feet stuff, I'm like, yeah, sure. But there are things... Specifically, where you're like, hmm, eh. uh, feet, genitals, and eyes are my are my thing. Can please can we have that on a t-shirt? Just those three words: <laughs> feet, genitals, and eyes. Oh, God, now the <laughs> dirty corners of the internet. Oh, that well, is I not something for the internet that. to enjoy. It's something for us to enjoy on a t-shirt while walking in the mall. Yeah, but then, like I said, everybody's gonna turn into something gross. <laughs> Of course they are. It literally has the word genitals and feet on it. Nasty foot people. <laughs> We're not here to kink shame. How, I'm not. How you just said nasty foot people. I don't know what Let you're it be talking put about. On the record that while Noah is discriminatory against people who are into feet, I don't know I what you're talking about. Live your truth. If it's not hurting anyone else, I yourself. Totally don't believe that looking at feet and getting an erection is weird. Uh huh. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, an erection is one thing. Okay, because you you and I are both men, and we both under mom tune out for this part. We both understand that boners happen at weird and inopportune times. You ever had a fear boner? That's weird. That's the sound it makes. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than Eggman's dick in uh, Sonic for Hire, where it makes a clicking noise like a light switch. Can we please write that into a script? Like, someone's hiding from a killer in a closet, terrified, and then he goes, Why now? <laughs> I don't think that one's been done before, but now it might. Now it must be done! <laughs> but you said too much, now it might be. Oh, I'm not going back. No people who make movies or <laughs> listen to this shit. Um, you know it. Come on. We heard, <laughs> we're, we're fucking brilliant. No, we would have heard something by now. Anyway. Um, who the hell is Steve Jobs? <laughs> who the hell? <laughs> my, my favorite line from uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> it's a cesspool of... All right. But... No, that, no, the line is... The internet is a global communications tool used for the world over for people to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. <laughs> everybody loves their porn. Remember, everybody, porn is healthy for you. you please your daily keep dose. your fluid intake at a normal level. See, this is why I should do a general podcast, because I just mm -hmm. say random shit on it. In the words of Daniel Sloss... I wouldn't be as good as Joe Rogan, <clears throat> but... Right. In the words of... Very few of us can be. Um, in the words of Daniel Sloss, you can't... There's no plausible way, reason, for giving uh, kids... Or, not kids, Jesus. Um, Post-puberty... Kids, Jesus. Pre, shut up. There's no plausible reason you can give me for making... Uh, kids, Jesus. Tina... 
teenagers feel guilty about masturbating, okay? The only reason I wasn't murdering people as a 13-year-old was because I was way too busy jerking off, okay? I know this sounds a little crass, and that's because it freaking is. Yeah, hey! it's truth, okay? <laughs> I mean, and I feel like maybe his, the main character's lack of jerking off might be some of his motivation. I think it's because he was too horny. Yeah, horniness can do a lot to you. I mean, that's including kinda... make you an expert of CSI fingerprint handling. Like this kid in this movie, like it, it literally like stems just from him wanting to bone his babysitter. Yeah, which, which you when know, you say this, he's like fifteen. He he, he, he has no, one of those... he's eleven. He's twelve, dude. Is he? She says in the movie, "You're gonna turn thirteen next week." Did I have a babysitter when I was twelve? I don't know, man. I don't think I did. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't because my I was the Being youngest. Tormented by your brothers. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing, and my because it was a lot cheaper than a babysitter because you didn't have to pay your own kids. <laughs> Instead, they just beat you with sticks and butter socks. I need an adult. I need an adult. That's my favorite. My favorite rule about uh, babysitting. All right, guys, we're going to go out to dinner. Um, if someone calls, what do you do? Answer. Right. And if it's not us, what do you what do you say? If they ask where we are, you're asleep. Yep, you got it. <laughs> it's, it's Don't tell them we're not home. <laughs> it's 5... It, 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 it's, it's literally 2 p.m. Yeah. They're sleeping. Leave They're me alone. They're having a nap. Uh, my parents are in the shower. Yes, at the same time. <laughs> we don't ask what happens in there. Stranger yeah. danger. Yeah, exactly. That, that was my favorite thing. My, I remember one of my brothers doing this. You know who you are. Uh, they answered the telemarketer, and my parents were on a date, and we were all just at the house. Uh, my parents can't come to the phone right now. Uh, they're in their bedroom. Please leave a message after the beep. Yes, beep. No, they're not taking a nap. They're fucking hungs up the phone. <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> you said it! <laughs> and they looked at me, you didn't hear anything. I was like, you're right, I didn't. <laughs> That'd probably be me or one of my kids. I'd be the guy who was like, why do you need to know what my parents are doing? Like, wh why, how is this any of your business? <laughs> you stranger. Right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the class... The main character is like a... You know, it's a it's a nice house. His dad is very well off. His metrosexual father, as Patrick Warburton portrayed... Patrick Warburton is just... He's a treasure. <laughs> Patrick Warburton. I want to see him as a live-action Joe Swanson with his legs kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> live-action Joe Swanson, Patrick Warburton. Be great. Great film. Uh... I love I love his defense about how he's he he says I'm metrosexual and his his how these p people talk it's so freaking crass and I love it because the mom's like have you ever sucked dick just once and he's like not to my recollection no <laughs> there was no fishing trip or frat party or sleepovers no. She was like the mayor in Chucky. Yeah, yeah. If her husband had a pair and was like, you know, I don't have to take this yeah. shit, you know. When when they're driving on the way back, I can't believe they did that. They're so rude. I know, a couple cuts. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Patrick Warburton saying cunts is really, really gets me, you know. That's, he's just... There's just something about that man. He's just awesome. He's a treasure. He he really is a treasure. And I love how they definitely play up the stereotype of he's he's looking at the babysitter. He's giving her eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's and she like, is eighteen. She is eighteen. I mean, it's like the way his wife treats him. I'm pretty sure anybody would have been like, hmm. Yeah. Anything is better than this. I love the line of like, oh hi, Mrs. And she's like, oh, for the last time, call me Deidre. And I was like. Lady, nobody calling you Deidre. What the fuck? I'm gonna name that. Who? What? Your mom really hate you? <laughs> Seriously. My name is. If Deidre it sounds Gray. like we're making fun of the people with the name Deidre, it's only because we. It are... came from a white rich person. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And I love I love his best friend. If you notice in the beginning scene in his room, uh, his best friend is playing a classic game, The Forest. Uh, yes, I noticed mm-hmm. that when I rewatched yeah. it today. And I was like, hell yeah, I have that game. Sliced up cannibals for days. Yep. And he's talking about uh, smoking weed. Cause, you know, Smoke weed every day. It, it's, that, it's that classic like archetype of like, you know, at that age, everyone definitely knew a stoner friend. Even though they're barely 13, you knew a stoner friend. Unless you were me and you went to... Well, even then I knew a stoner friend. I was going to say because I went to a charter school and everybody was just a cardboard cutout of the same person. Yeah, bro, you want it? Want a hit of my stick? Yep. And we're like, joint, and the one man. guy who definitely did smoke weed, we were like, he's a bad influence. He's horrible. And it's like, dude, he's looking back on it now. I'm like, mm. he's probably a better person. Yeah, <laughs> less likely just, to be a dangerous. He's probably just stressed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's less of a danger if he's high. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Less of a danger. You heard it for first here, kids. Less of a danger if you are high. Kids do drugs. No, no, ones- no, Jesus, whoa, <laughs> hold on, do ones that are prescribed to you via a medical physician, if you're stressed out and you get a card from your therapist, then smoke weed, we're not saying go buy, purchase it in a place where it's illegal, jeez, Noah, you wonder why YouTube hates us, why do you think we haven't been monetized yet? Okay, kids, correction, do drugs, only if a doctor prescribes them. Thank you. <laughs> Strike the last one from the record, please. <laughs> Dear God, man. Trying to get us knocked off every platform. <laughs> We're going to need an email. Sorry, YouTube has cut all ties with your platform. And I'm like, God damn it, Noah. This is bullshit. I feel attacked. Yeah. I, you feel attacked. <laughs> you That's freaking, what I would tell him. You, yeah. <laughs> this is a racially charged attack on... <laughs> You were talking uh, about drugs while reviewing a gory Christmas movie. Where they smoke weed. I, they were smoking the weed they and I was weed? supplying the, the, the idea that people should get weed. One kid <laughs> crushes up Oxy and gets high off of that. I'd argue that's even worse. Do they? Yeah, the, that's why he's like floating. Remember, he's like, what did you call this stuff again? Oxy. Oh, right. Because he got it out of his mom's uh, cabinet and he was crushing up Oxy. It's time to do some oxy. Mm-hmm. But I like I like how for the first half of this movie it makes you think the opposite of what's happening is actually happening. Definitely. Um they do make it feel so I mean basically since we already said we're going to get into spoilers, one of the things mm-hmm. that made this movie so amazing was the fact that it seemed like it was it was set up to be a home invasion movie. So you're and from the trailer it literally looks like a more adult like you know, brutal version of Home Alone, mm-hmm. which is quickly not the case. Yeah, we find out that the almost 13-year-old kid planned out, like, oh, wait, if our brain releases dopamine and we release that chemical not only when we're horny, but when we're afraid, which, by the way, very weird, um... Yeah, that kid had some uh, issues. No, not that. The fact that that's when we release our brains release dopamine. Those two times. Because for me, those two things are very separate. <laughs> you should kind of figure out what's wrong with you if you're kind of that person. Just well, no, saying. that's just that's how the biology works. That's why everyone's like, oh, we're going to go to a horror movie and make out. Because it actually works. But um, it's weird. It's just biology stuff. But... He decides to take it to the next level where instead of watching a horror movie, which they do watch a bit of, which, my God, who recorded that on their Samsung? <laughs> Did you see that crappy horror movie they're watching? <laughs> it looks it looks like it was made with a budget of zero dollars. <laughs> I mean... There's a dude wearing a freaking napkin on his face, <laughs> walking, with, wearing a wife beater shirt, and just scratching a knife against a brick wall. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I've seen some pretty shitty horror films. Haven't we all? Um, and I, I've seen some. I'm not since gonna I say what doing I'm thinking. This show. I've seen some really bad ones since starting doing this show. Are you saying I have a bad taste? No, I'm just gonna. Cut. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, no, I I think you know which one I'm already thinking of. Zombie crack. 
Yep. Yeah. Which we never said before because we were worried, but I'm sorry. Just... What the fuck was that? And I was supposed to pay $10 brand new for that? I paid, I think, a dollar at Family Video. If you're and li- that was still too much. If you're listening <laughs> to this, James A. Janice of Dead Meat, we will be on the Dead Meat podcast, Chelsea, if uh, we can review this movie. Because, holy God, you'll be wish- you'll be praying for Thanksgiving 3. <laughs> Did you watch the Zombie Croc or try to attempt to watch it? No, I haven't found it anywhere. Oh, good. I can lend you the DVD copy. Oh, great. I'll put that on the wiki. I'll just sit and watch it with you until... Thanks, buddy. Are you gonna... I literally have not been able to get past that that first uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> like, not even You're my friend Boaz. My, we've known each other all of our lives. Oh, yeah. That's one of your filmmaking pals. No, he's been my best friend since birth, literally. Oh, wow. He was born in the same hospital four days after me, and our parents, uh, our dads knew each other in college. So <laughs> We looked at each other, and we were like, goo goo, ga ga. I was a late like... baby, he was an early baby. <laughs> you were you were, bo- you were born late? I never knew that. Yeah, only by a couple of days. I was born on my due date. I've always been on time. Bastard. No, untrue. <laughs> my parents were married for all of my siblings' births. Unless they're replicas. I wasn't a bastard. I was an accident. Get it right. Or as my mom likes to call it, a surprise. <laughs> like that makes it any better, Cindy. Anyway. You were a surprise. You were a shock. Yeah. <laughs> you were, um... Unexpected. Interesting. You, you were different. <laughs> uh, yeah, We're just getting into a whole other conversation. But... I do like confirmation of what I was always fearing but also kind of hoping for because it would be great for comedy. I loved the confirmation from my mom. of like, I was like, what were the first words you said when uh, you found out you guys were pregnant with us? She goes, well, when we found out we were pregnant with your oldest brother, we were like, yay, thank the Lord. And with your second oldest brother, it was like, oh, wonderful too. With your third, we were like, oh, okay, that's fine. And when I found out I was pregnant with you, I went, damn Whoa! it! <laughs> and my dad looked at it. No, really? <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be... It's okay, they love me. They I, still love me. I thought it was going to be more like uh, Frank mm-hmm. in... Um, <clears throat> Dead Rising? No, Frank in a Sausage Party. Oh, where yeah. he just goes, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> no. My parents, my parents shy at that word, but whatever. And then there's me. Yeah, and then there's you, the bad influence. Uh, no, so... Yeah, they start watching a horror movie, and then he has his friend make up the this thing where it seems like their home is getting invaded, and he's going to be the reluctant hero or some bullshit. And I'm like, oh, and he's drinking champagne, which, by the way, don't know a lot about champagne. Very strong. It champagne's not that strong. It's stronger than a lot of things than you would think, because that's that's actually why. That's a, that's a lot of the reason champagne is used stereotypically for celebrations. People want to get drunk. <laughs> I didn't get drunk off of it, and I had down three glasses. You're also huge, dude. The bigger you weigh, the less easy oh, I know. to get you drunk. Why do you think every night after... A, it, it's a story that every night after a WWE show, Under the Giant would drink 14 cases of beer and not even get booked. Because <laughs> the man was fucking huge. Imagine if he played the moon. Imagine if he was on the set of uh, Princess Bride and farted for a straight 27 minutes. Oh, wait, I don't have to imagine. That actually happened. Andre the Giant, they had to close the set of Princess Bride (laughs) because he did one fart for 27 straight minutes. And after they cleared the set and he stopped farting, the director came up to him and asked, are you okay? And he responded with, I am now. <laughs> now, if it seems like we're uh, being distracted, it's because, because we, we are. are. This it... movie is yeah, only clocking in at about an hour and... It's a short watch, but it doesn't... 23 minutes. It doesn't feel short, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like... No. I, I never at one point... I never at the end was like, what, that's it? I remember it being two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Exactly. Same with Wolf, another movie we're going to watch, Wolf of Snow Hollow. That one... That one is, it feels that longer, but, short. but that, yeah, but it's in a good way. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I like this movie just because it, 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 you know, it swaps the formula, you know, cause usually like the beginning of this movie, it's a home invasion where, wherein the kids are in trouble. Wherein in this case, it's a kid who's definitely a psychopath. You know, he, like the girl says, he gets away with a lot of things. And there are a lot of people in life who have been able to get away with a lot of things their whole lives. These are the people who you can find on YouTube at a court case smiling because they think they're going to get away with it. Or uh, somebody more recently. We're not going to talk about someone. We don't don't need to mention that. Way to be implicit. But anyway, anyway, uh, you know, the people who are like, oh, I spent my whole life getting away with anything. So they just want to see how far they can go. And to be fair, I mean, we don't know the end of this, how how this story ends, to an extent. But, you know, maybe he does get away with it. We don't know. Which I guess this is, this really did tease a sequel, and we it still did. have it te- yet to hear about it. It teased a sequel in the same way of, like, it would be a sequel in the vein of, like, Halloween 2. Because Halloween 2 is about, isn't it at the hospital? Well, that's actually just what I was about to say, yeah. yeah. It teased it like Halloween 2, because Halloween... Two took place throughout the hospital, mm-hmm. which the also had Lance Guest. Lance Guest? Yeah. Well, Lance Guest I don't, would be a great guest. I don't think anybody considers Rob Zombie, which no offense to him. I just don't no. think anybody considers his to be a two. Even but, though, yeah. You know. I don't think anybody considers... Uh, considers His his Halloween was a lot more brutal. Which I kind of liked. I yeah, liked the different style, take on it. You know? um, but I, I don't think people... Also think of Halloween 2018 as two either. It's better. It's better than um, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. I did not enjoy that. I enjoyed it more than three. How we will be on? This is worse than the Jaws debate, man. I still say Halloween Three has some great moments, even though there is no Michael Myers. I do outside not. Outside of being a Halloween movie, yeah. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to have Michael Myers in it to be a Halloween movie. Oh my God! All right, we're not having this conversation <laughs> again. My God, we will have this debate along with the Jaws debate. No, Jaws four is not better than Jaws three. God damn it! We're doing it again. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry if I blew out your freaking ears. Anyway, um, yeah, because this, I and I, I like the main character of the babysitter. I like her because she's competent. And we can't forget that her and the friend mm-hmm. were both in a very special movie called The Visit. Yeah, that's right. Which I believe And they played made. siblings. Yep. Olivia uh, DeJong mm-hmm. and uh, Ed Oxenbold, which that's, I think I said right. Virginia you... Madison was the mother? You didn't notice that? I did not. Yeah. That was that was pre-Agatha uh, Harkness, but... That... that... Virginia Masson didn't play Agatha. She was the mother in The Visit, though. Was she in The Visit, too? The woman who plays Agatha? Yeah, she was the mom. In The Visit? Yeah. Virginia Madison wasn't. That was someone else. Um, I think Look we... up The Visit cast. The woman who plays Agatha Harkness in WandaVision is the mom. Oh, you're saying... Oh, yeah. There well, you that go. I mean. Yeah, yeah, Catherine Hunt. I thought you were saying Virginia Madison was played the mom in. Um, no. In the visit, and I was like, "No, what?" Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, I like the babysitter because she seems competent, as is evidenced by her surviving by covering the neck wound with some duct tape. Yeah, that was the. One of the best parts is mm-hmm. that yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want this little shit to win. You know, I, mean, I really I didn't. Did because the part of me was like, ah, oh, I just want to see someone get away with it. But at the same time, no. I was like, he has just killed his friend, so he went from he perverted, a, demented person. He, he's perverted. He's a whiny little shit. He, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like his character. I like, I like him killing some people. Ricky was a. I, I liked Ricky better than him. Ricky actually seemed like a decent, half-decent human being. Right. And it, it really did suck to see him die. Yeah. 
Especially in such a horrible way, because you know he was still alive for at least a little bit afterwards. Well, yeah, that's what I was like. Did you really have to shoot him with a shotgun? Yeah. Is Ricky his friend? I was talking about the boyfriend, Ricky. Oh, the guy, the face paint guy. Yeah, the guy who, the guy who was like, I need to use the bathroom and starts peeing himself. And then the kid in a very whiny voice, that's disgusting! Stop that! And I'm like, Jesus. I will say that is the one fault I will give this movie. I can't stand that kid's freaking voice. I know it was for the part and it worked, but man, I hate it. <laughs> it was worse than Tom Holland's Spider-Man Homecoming. Hi, everybody. Yeah. His Michael Jackson. Hey, everybody. Anyway. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, en I enjoyed this movie a lot. I did. One of the things I that I did love was the fact that they made the house, even though it is a mansion, but they made it seem like, because it was a small mansion. Yeah, yeah, you know. They made it both large and also very Whoa. small at the same time. Is there a ghost possessing your phone? Yeah. It is almost possible. No, but I that is one one of the things I did love was the fact that um the house seemed very big but also very small at the same time. Creative budget, hooray. Um and the director too, which I'm surprised he didn't cameo in his movie. Hmm. He looks like a juggernaut. Oh, yeah, like, what did you want him to cameo as? Like, an EMT or... Something. Like, the guy is huge. And he directs film? Awesome. He looks like Dave Bautista, like... Let me see the photo. Level. Here, let me keep, pull keep it back up showing here. it, let me... Um, if you guys want to look show, look it show, up, show. or just look better, look up Better Watch Out or Chris Peckover. Chris Peckover? Yeah. No wonder he's buff. He had to overcome getting bullied for that name yeah look he kind of looks like joe manganello a little bit he really does yeah manganello a he's bit. cool man look look how like big he looks like a cool dude the you know what i will say but, i mean look at him he, yeah he looks cool you know what i will like say definitely seat. sets the tone for this movie is the beginning where the little girl's making the snowman and someone knocks it over and chases him and yells you butt fucker <laughs> <laughs> I will say that really does let us all know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I I was kind of surprised no one it's like in the said more like worried about like the gunshots mm -hmm. in the house. They were all kind of just like, "Oh man, that's that's cool, whatever." Yeah. It's almost as good of a line as uh my favorite line from RoboCop 2. Why don't you go fuck a fridge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Kid, kids in movies, man. So good. Dude, RoboCop's got some of the corniest <laughs> and best dialogue ever. Yeah. You, must um, not you must recycle to save our planet. Why don't you fuck a fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Just so unprovoked. <laughs> uh, I'm going to watch that again. But anyway. Um, the I think the thing that made me the happiest mm -hmm. about this movie was how clever it got at the end. Because yeah. obviously we're not going to go by beat for beat. It is really one of those that you have to watch for yourself. I think they knew at this point, but yeah. Um, one of the best parts about this movie really was the fact that, like, it got super clever in everything. From mm -hmm. the kills and to the, and to the kid getting demonically more homicidal and yeah. nuts mm -hmm. as it went along. We're gonna Mythbusters this shit. Yeah. in a dude's face with a paint can. Yeah, like, he literally tries it, and then you see the friend who's like, alright. He's my best you, friend. You... Fuck you, dude. You're being complicit in this dude's crazy actions. You, you should have gone to the cops first thing. You shouldn't have freaking helped him. Well, yeah, that, that was my other thing. I was like, you know, maybe... I mean, besides the fact that he basically sexually assaults his babysitter by feeling her up. Yeah. And then getting a boner and his friend made fun of him. <laughs> Which, Bro, look. <laughs> I loved how his friend was very passively, aggressively the whole time saying, can you stop doing what you're doing? Because this is super yeah. fucked up. Of course he was passive-aggressive gonna... about it. He's a pothead. Well, I know, but the other thing is, he was aware of what was going on, so the more I looked at it, watching it again, I was like, mm -hmm. you know, he was really just saying, can you stop doing this shit? Yeah. I don't think... By using comedy and kind of reflecting and just like, 
deflecting, yeah. Yeah, he was like, okay, how do I do this without... Because I think his friend knew that he was, like, a fucking psychopath. Probably. Most psychopaths do. And I was like... It's that weird monologue he has of, like, why did my mom stop holding me until I would go to sleep? Why? And I'm like, alrighty then. (laughs) Anyway. Well, and I mean, I think a large majority of the reason he did that was because of his mom. Yeah. Doing that kind of shit. Because you get the sense that, I mean, she makes him listen to all this baby stuff. Well, and like, he needs, he, he needs to, he feels the need to prove himself. Of like, oh, I'm a man, you know? Don't treat me like a child, I'm a man. But kid, you're not a man! Why did I, I, knew I, I, I love happen. that. I love that short. No, 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 shut up, shut up. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I, we could really sit here all day and just break down his psychology, but that wouldn't be fun. No, I mean, I just thought it was super interesting how... Mm-hmm. They really made him a psychopath, but gave him so much depth at the same time. Yeah. Because it was kind of... It, they gave him so much depth, and also I knew a thousand kids like him. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the thing. That's what I think that's what made it scarier. Mm. In because, a sense. Because it takes your, your thoughts of like what they could be doing and actually shows you it. Sure. Yeah. And I think... I mean, well, and I and I kind of I think what really set his role for me, right. being the villain, was the fact that he came from a rich kid's. He came from a wealthy upbringing, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are probably like, "Well, why are you assuming that just because he came from wealthy upbringing is that way?" And it's quite simple. Uh-huh. If you have a bunch of parents, and you and you see from the get go how his mom just treats his dad, yeah, already. With the, with the homosexual things, like, jokes right off the bat mm-hmm. and shit. So imagine how she treats her son. Right. Because she'll treat him the... Yeah, she'll treat him the exact opposite, to a fault. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get that Loki mentality. Right. Where it's kind of like the, well, I'm a man, and, 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 and I, and I, I get mommy's love. that I'm a man, yeah. I don't need mommy treating me like a baby. Mm-hmm. So towards the end of the movie, um, one of the one of the driving factors too that he has to overcome when his parents are on the way home, and he's basically thinks he's killed everybody. <sighs> so I mean, and he starts inviting like the babysitter's boyfriends, two boyfriends over. Yeah, too. because the whole setup is he's going to kill her and her boy current boyfriend, and eventually he does end up killing his best friend. And the whole thing is he's gonna invite over her ex-boyfriend who has he has like a bad boy reputation he looks he looks like a thuggy white guy <laughs> but he's played great yeah. he's played brilliantly i love the actor who plays him do you recognize him yep he played a billion stranger things i can't remember his yep. name i'm power rangers movie that did greatly bad <laughs> uh, i mean seeing him just like he's a as actor. a bully again I like him. <laughs> he was pretty I like great him a lot. I could have seen him being an even more terrifying Henry Bowers, which I wonder if they did. That's why they partially did go with him. Yeah, he I was, wish I wish he would have been Henry. Uh, is it Bill Hamilton? I think so. Who? He's an Australian fellow. No, who? What's his name in it? Who plays Henry Bowers? Oh, that I don't know. Um. Uh, Nicholas Hamilton. There you go. Yeah, he's he's terrifying. Like, he could play a terrifying role. Yeah. But, um, but, but then... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to think of... Okay. Stranger Things. Who? Uh, Billy's actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Darcy Montgomery. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a handsome dude, mm-hmm. and also horrifying. Yeah, handsome and horrifying. It, it's the eyebrows, especially. <laughs> yeah, the crazy brows, for sure. But I mean, he, look at, even him with his wife or his girlfriend, look, I mean, look how serious he looks. Seriously, he's just... got a resting, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you face. And I'm sure he's a swell guy. Yeah, I mean, definitely for his kids, uh, they'll definitely take one look at their dad and be like, yeah, that maybe not, might not be the person I want to mess with today. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, I, and I don't know, he played that role of douche very well. Um, Supposedly he's gonna be in the Batman as well, by the way. Cool. I liked him get he, he, how he got hung by the freaking um, 
lawnmower? Yeah. Or was it the Christmas light shooter? It was a lawnmower. Okay, that's what I thought. It was a riding lawnmower. Um, no, and, like, he's he's at least has some sense because he's attempting to, um... He's attempting to be standing upright via the, the swing that he was previously sitting on. But I don't know, I just... It, it seems a little... How easily this kid is able to manipulate all these people, it seems... It seems a little off to me. That's the one thing I'm questioning about it, because, like, he's able to tell these kids, oh, she wants to be with you again, but she needs you to write this letter first, which is obviously him buying time to set up hanging him. And, well, like, telling the other boyfriend, she doesn't want to see you anymore, and, like... Honestly, if you're babysitting a kid, mm-hmm. you have to think of it this way, too, and this is kind of how I thought of it. I mean... You have a kid, so you're coming over to his house to see an ex, who people probably knew you broke up for a reason, because she dated douchebags. Mm-hmm. So then... She knows he, how to pick them. Yeah, and then you also have the people where it's like, okay, if you were to do anything to that kid, people also identify you as the douchebag who's with the nice girl who's also 18. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to look really, really bad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised that threat never came out of his mouth. Yeah, whereas the Prodigy, wow. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, because I know we want to review that because I has the kid who played uh Georgie. Georgie, and there's a scene in there that I will prepare you for because what comes out of that kid's mouth just for that dialogue was like, what the actual fuck was okay. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, please never, never say, say that, that again. again. Not even not even for acting, right? Um, Even if it's in a script, you need to deny saying that. Don't have a kid say that, please. No! Yeah. Oh, I, oh, don't have a kid say that. Yes, I agree. I thought you said don't have a kid. I was like, what are you... Oh, no, no. Please just don't have children say dialogue like that. Yeah. Um, it's unsettling and it's weird. Yeah. And it was meant to be and it worked. Just not mm-hmm. not, not in a way that I wanted it to. <laughs> I, 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 I would have been let's, fine if they would have tried to do a threatening thing with the kid in like any other way. Let's make it clear. I want to feel unsettled in a very specific way. I have some rules for unsettling me. What are you talking about? <laughs> there are just some things where I'm like in a movie where I'm like, oh, I didn't need to have a kid say that. Right. Even if it's supposed to... Like, yeah, I was just like, hmm. But, in any case... Mm-hmm. Um... No, I thought of it that way, where it's like, okay, it's a rich kid, so people know. Um, so, I mean, there, there was that. Right. But then I also look at the fact, like, the really psychopathic boyfriend mm-hmm. that Darcy played, I also looked at him being easily manipulated, because he seemed like a meathead to begin with. He's an idiot, yeah. So, I, I totally saw that, and was like, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. He doesn't... He doesn't, his his goal is he to doesn't bang. scream genius. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and well, they and they said that the reason they broke up was because he was going around telling people that they were fucking. Yeah, which um, we actually learned as a fact that she really is a virgin. Yeah, which you know, stereotypically in a movie like this, you wouldn't expect that because she is the like, blonde, the goody girl, the, pre- the 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 pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. Which you know is usually the usually the plot point of oh she's a slut like yeah. Beverly when it's like oh she really wasn't. But yeah, it was just kind of like... This movie tackles a lot of things. Like, t- this movie tackles a lot of issues we deal with nowadays. Slut-shaming, toxic masculinity, expectation. Like, I-, I love all the issues that this tackles, but it doesn't overly shout out, this is what we're dealing with. It no. does it very subtly where you, you as the audience have to gather, oh, that's what this is talking about, and it's doing it well. Just like uh, Chucky did very well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that that was something that was also very great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I loved how they kind of did that though. But then the kid took it to a really weird place. He was like, "Oh, you are a virgin. Well, I want to see you two fuck." So he went from, "Oh, I want to fuck my babysitter," to, "I want to watch the people fuck." Congratulations. And I was like, That's "I was like just as illegal." I was like, "Calm down there, Cy Parish." <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like. And if you guys don't know what that is, that's a callback to one-hour photo. Yes. Um, but I was just like, um, 
Why don't you go upstairs and watch a porn like normal yeah. kids? Like normal kids? Is or, that I'm really sorry, the normal, kind of normal teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> like a normal teenager, go upstairs and watch some porn. That's like ending a sentence with, what? That's how they all are. I'm like, Noah, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I was just kind of like, is that really where you ought to go with this kid? Like. Yeah. I want to watch you fuck. Or how about no? <laughs> Listen, I have no problem. I have no. Let, let's be clear right now. I have no problem with you sinking the ship that is your career. Just please don't do it while I'm on it. Because <laughs> I know that, like, I know at any day you could be like, "Oh, you know what I'm gonna say today," and then just say something where I'm like, "Jesus, Noah, <laughs> no, <laughs> stop oh, it." I haven't achieved. I haven't achieved the rank of Bill Burr yet. No. Listen. <laughs> Bill Burr is a special circumstance because it's very obvious that he's making fucking jokes. That's why a canceled attempt hasn't been put on him. You know, that and he's white. But I love how... Uh, He's a white redhead, get it right. Exactly. (laughs) Ginger boy. Um, No, I love him because he's very unapologetically himself. And I feel like we could all be that every now and again. And I love how he's like, he talks about how he got a button-up cardigan sweater, and he's like, I freaking love this sweater, because it just lets the world know I'm that I'm this curmudgeon asshole. <laughs> this is me, get used to it! Exactly. I, I hear Frank he Murphy in that. <laughs> he, is actually, he is actually, to go on him for a little bit, he is actually doing better with his anger, because he figured out, his, he had a second kid, and he wanted to... Oh yeah, to, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, he wanted to figure himself out, which I feel like... You and I talked about this. He was also he also has been doing with F is for family. Just kind of that's his therapy for dealing with his childhood. And like he was talking about how like he hasn't yelled. He, like a weird, that's a weird thing is is like he needs attention. So he's like, oh, I I do stand up comedy. I fly helicopters. Am I cool? Do you like me? Whereas now he he doesn't yell, but he still has that. So he'll go up to his wife. Hey, I haven't yelled in a while. Have Have you noticed? Am I a swell guy? Do you like me? You know. <laughs> the idea of just being still that attention seeking. I know. I'm doing better. I swear. I'm helping you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge me, damn it. I help the kids do math and I do the dishes. Do you like me now? <coughs> and I'm not dying him. on the show. I'm good. And I loved him talking about how, like, he has, like, you know, he put, um... He puts his feelings, he puts his feelings in jars for certain experiences, and he puts said jars on a shelf that all men have in the center of our chest. And he goes, and I'm just wondering, when is that shelf going to break? Who in my life is going to be on the receiving end of that? Where will it be? Family reunion, bed, bath, and beyond. How many fucking towels do we need? Jesus Christ, it's a fucking sickness with you. <laughs> I mean, that's how it be. Yeah. Yeah, that is the, uh, but I'm glad he's doing better. Oh, I've always, definitely. I've always been a fan of that man. He would never be on our show. We're, we're some nerdy fuckers. <laughs> but... He'll only insult us until we bring up the Mandalorian in a serious well, accent. I guess, I guess some podcast had him on, and they had to have a podcast after he was on, talking about how he insulted them the whole time. And they were like, yeah, that really hurt our feelings. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, guys, it's Bill. Shut up. Of course he's going to offend you. <laughs> it's Bill. Like, you you literally got the most unapologetic comedian. He's so unapologetic. <laughs> and it's so funny to me. Well, because in, in like thinking him talking about his upbringings is probably a big part of that as well. Because he was talking about how like the only time his mom ever hugged him was when he was leaving. When he like moved out. It was like, when I was born and when I moved out, that's when she hugged me. And when I was moving out, the hugging was so ungraceful. It was like two fire hydrants moving close together. <laughs> See? And now you guys understand where our main uh, antagonist's mommy issues come from. Exactly. Like, well, it comes from too much coddling, I think. It's Bill a Bird reverse, didn't get yeah. Enough. yeah. No, his came from too much. Well, and, and that's the thing you kind of see at the end of the movie before the paramedic or his parents get home mm-hmm. is that he's also trying to do that pencil balance to see if the kid's been out, which to me, I was it's like, it's a nice trick. It's a nice trick, but that's also a little much. Yeah. And, and before people are like, get... well, he murdered people. Yeah. I meant, bef- I don't mean that for psychopaths. <laughs> Maybe just get a home camera system. <laughs> well, still I'm like, dude, let it be a kid. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, you need to or let... teenager, almost. Listen to this, parents. You need to let your kids grow up to a certain extent. You cannot... I hate 
Noah, if I ever become a helicopter plant parent, please take my child away from me because I do not deserve one. Okay? It, it really is one of those things, too, where I'm like, he's hitting puberty. Mm-hmm. Let him be. Yeah, if he has questions, answer them. If that's, not, let him figure it out. Like uh, that's or that's where I was especially like. So you're just gonna like border watch this kid? Yeah, and... seriously. Like it's not. Well, and it would have been another thing too. Like if they would have uh, mentioned too that he was like on meds or you know was going to a therapist or something like that. But they never mentioned that, which is what made this all the more shocking too. Yeah. Just how nonchalant and how he's just dancing to music as he's as he's hitting a guy with a bat in the head and like. Well, not even that. Just going things. around, planting all the evidence and mm-hmm. setting up the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know we get the end that his babysitter he's looking out the window. And that is when he uh, sees his babysitter. She he... flips him off. It's so good. Yeah, because one of the paramedics is carrying somebody out, and he's like, hey, this one's still alive. Yeah, he hears them say it, and he looks out the window, and she flips him off from the stretcher, and he goes, hey, maybe we should go be with her at the hospital. So that's the I implication. Her. Can we visit her at the hospital? Maybe we... No, he says we should wait there to see if she's okay or something like that. Something, I think. But that's the implication for the sequel I was talking about, is, like, does he go to the hospital and kill her? Or, like, does he not go at all and she says what happens? You know, does the cops believe them at all? Or is it like with her parents where he wouldn't? Yeah, It wasn't even a mid-credit scene, either. It was, like, a few-credit post-credit scene. (laughs) I love Patrick Warburton's dialogue. Were you able to hear it? Uh, In the background? When? when the when he's talking to the cops. Oh no, I wasn't <laughs> listening that like, hard. Because he's like saying, "So you'll have a, a trauma counselor come because we'll, we'll all, I'm sure we'll all need to speak to one." And then he goes, "You hear it faintly, but I was watching the subtitles so I could read it." And he goes, "You know, a lot of people don't like cops, but not me. I really appreciate what you fellas do." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. How much you want to bet that he was just improving that? Probably. Scene? It's Patrick, probably. <laughs> now they just got to get Brody from your mom, your mama, to have a a Warburton off with him. Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Have you heard your mama? Mm-hmm. Like he sounds spot on. Yeah. Which your mama are you? Is it? He's not. He does. Joe from Family Guy doesn't also voice the guy from American Dad, does he? Which one are you talking about? Stan, the main guy. No, they okay, don't even settle like that's Seth MacFarlane. Well, that's the joke that they make in um. Oh, because they're both in law enforcement. That's good why. morning, you at when he gets his when he's able to yeah. walk again. They're they're both they're both patriots and both work under the government. Yeah, I do love that he's a cop in a wheelchair. But anyway, um, I mean, yeah, I highly recommend this movie. I know we kind of went off topic for it, but <laughs> I mean, what? Film Nerds Hour? Noah and Nate going off topic while talking about a movie? No, that's never happened. Q compilation! Anyway. I mean, it was a super fun movie mm-hmm. for what it, for what it is. I, I yeah. like the idea of it. It's, it's less than an hour and a half long. And it's definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Gorefield Christmas it's movie. It's not as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard, but it is a Christmas movie. But for a closing comment from um, a critic... A closing comment? Yes. Is it from, flying overhead? From a critic. Because this was the... Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I just love this. It, I won't say... Well, no, I could say the name because it's from Official Review. Yeah, on, on what website? G. Allen Johnson on Rotten Tomatoes from the San Francisco Chronicle said, Just another depressing nihilistic horror flick. No, it is not. And I was like, hmm. That is dumbing it down to its nth degree, man. So, why did you go see the movie, then? <laughs> I love your responses, to, your retorts to people, because I know people will be angry when they hear them. They'll be, yeah. And I will be unapologetically like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, therapists do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's a guy who your insurance will pay to talk to you. Maybe try it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Clark Collins like... said it best, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, from Entertainment Weekly. If you want to gift yourself a holiday film that decks the halls with blood, this is one to put under the tree. <laughs> nice, nice. 
Um, Nigel Andrews from Financial Times said, Better Watch Out, directing, co-written by Chris Peckover, is a clever horror film that gets clever, cleverer, cleverer, cle- cleverer? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> cleverer. <laughs> not a word, not a word there, but okay. Well, there's no period either. <laughs> huh. All right. Um, these are paid reviewers. Um, <laughs> and then... It's better than the... Bill Gooding Canutes? Mm-hmm. Bill Gooding Canutes? I ain't reading any of these names. This is your bit. Um, Arizona Republic. It's scary and fun. If your idea of fun involves occasional gore and torture, things like that, plus Christmas decorations. There you go. I love all all of the, even the negative reviews were all better than uh, the review for uh, Sweet Home... Home Sweet Home Alone. Well, these weren't negative. Just G. G. Allen Johnson's was negative. Yeah. Tara Bradley or Brady from finally from the Irish Times. No one's home. Better Watch Out is a delightfully nasty seasonal inversion. R- r- uh, the, whoa, 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 whoa. Too many words. Replete with. I'm fuck it. You're going to read that. I'm fuck it. You're going to read that. <laughs> You're going to read that. Oh, for God's sake, which one is it now? What's the bottom uh, one? Tara Brady. T- Tara Brady. Better watch out. It's a delightfully nasty seasonal inversion replete with carolers, decorations, themed jumpers, and booze. So they're not from America because a jumper is what we would call a sweater. Well, it's from the Irish Times. Okay, there we go. You know what is? You know what I will say though. There is a term that we use in America that they use. They say it differently, uh, in in Europe, and I love in in U- the well more specifically in the UK. I love this term, America. Can we please start using this term because it's a lot more fun. We call these things overalls. Why? Because they go over all of us. Do you know what they call it? An, what they call overalls in the UK? Meow meow. No. Dungarees. <laughs> Does that not just sound more fun to say? <laughs> Dungarees. But I won't offend anybody because we have listeners in Ireland and the UK. Mm-hmm. Ironically. Well, yeah. Don't say Ireland and the UK. They or wait, don't say Scotland and the UK. We'll be burned at the stake. Yeesh. Your support that's like that's like going to Scotland and being like, so who wants to watch the cricket match? Like that is the Queen's game and we do not support it. We say nothing. But to give you guys a home sweet home or Home Sweet Home Alone review, yeah, go ahead. We'll never reviewing it the on the show. Critics consensus consensus. So the critics the critics consensual sex <laughs> that they had with the producer to make this horrible review. The critics consensus. For the whopping 16% from critics, their critics' consensus is... Drum roll. Can you fucking talk straight? The critics' consensus (laughs) lament inversion. Like, my God. I need a drum roll. (laughs) You're a drum B-roll. The critics' consensus is nobody's home. <laughs> that that's is it. That's literally <laughs> oh Shakespearean. The critics' consensus Fantastic. for this movie. Um, Books are where the real knowledge are. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a whopping twelve percent from five hundred plus ratings. Wow. Anyways. And th- now this that movie was supposed to be directed by a black guy and supposed to focus on the black family as well. Mm. So I don't know Six. what happened to that. Production changes, but. my man. It's how you got road to put it. Without further ado, though, that was our that was uh, half-assed reviews of Better did Watch Out. Did you say where they could watch it? Yep, I, I did. There was a whole list of them, too. Yeah, I so, I mean, you guys you guys it. definitely have the options, which it is a Christmas movie, so that might be why it's easier to find. Yeah. It's on Tubi, I think, right now, isn't it? <sighs> It's on Prime, Tubi, Voodoo. Peacock. 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 So, you guys have options. Check it out for yourself. Um, it's fun if you made it to the end of this half-ass review. Congratulations. Oh, Can you stop <laughs> freaking just demeaning our work? I know we suck at what we do. I don't need to hear it from the guy who I do it with. I hey. do the show with. We don't sleep. Shut off the camera. Hey. 
It's okay to be half-assed. It keeps things ready. spicy. Yeah. Keeps things nice and spicy. Yeah. Or we we, like we need to have conflict in this relationship. Otherwise, there's n- not interesting dialogue. Exactly. <gasps> but you also consider it a relationship? Get your fanfics ready. And with that, he's been the Thanos shoemaker. Sonic the Hedgehog, fucking Peach. No. Oh, dear God. We are not doing a Sonic 06 again. That's one of my favorite lines of dialogue in a video game. It was the English translation for Danganronpa. There's a guy who his whole backstory is that he's a champion for fan fiction. And he goes, don't compare me to that. That virgin? I'll probably catch his virginity. <laughs> and someone responds with, Something tells me you're already infected. <laughs> Anyways, sorry about that. Um, he's been Daniel Shoemaker. He's been Noah Sweet. I almost said he's been Film Nerds Hour. <laughs> and he's been Film Nerds Hour. This has been Noah Sweet. <laughs> so long, everyone. Bye! <laughs> Screw it all. All right.